0: You are
1: listening to TV on the Throne, a Game of Thrones podcast brought to you by tv mydinnercom Will you take a bit of advice from an old woman? He's a clever man, your hand. I've known a great many clever men. I've outlived them all. You know why? I ignored them. The lords of Westeros are sheep. Are you a sheep?
0: No. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. And TV, tv on the throne. TV, TV, be on the throne, and TV, TV, on the throne, and TV, t- t- TV, on the and TV, t- t- TV on the throne.
1: You're listening to TV on the Throne. My name is Sean. I'm here with Andrew. We're going to talk about. The second episode of what is it? Season seven now? Yeah, season seven. I can't even keep track because it's funny yeah. to me. Like, like it's season seven, and you have characters that have never met that that are starting to have interweaving storylines. Like, oh, it must be getting serious because things are happening. Yeah, this season. Yeah, is
0: is going at a clip pace, and I love it. There's a lot of people complaining about it, but I love it. Whatever. It's like, <laughs> i just people just like to complain i think about this show because yeah. it, we'll get into it because full disclosure we've already seen the third episode we'll get to that at a later date <laughs> but there, it's the quality is just getting better every episode has been getting better but like do <laughs> you have all these scenes and we'll talk about in this one where you have people meeting and crossing paths and then i've listened i actually a couple other i won't name them. a couple other game of thrones podcasts that i listened to there's still a couple that i still listen to some are goofy and stuff, and like, but they're positive. I had to unsubscribe from a couple just because it's like, yeah, you just complained about the last two episodes, and they're like, even like when they were doing nothing, people complained, and then when they're like, now they're like, oh, these people are meeting, it's like that's just fan service. I was like, what do you want? I was like, I don't understand if you like if you they literally are doing awesome stuff, and because it's so awesome, they're like. This is just fan
1: service. I'm like, well, I, I, do don't, like I don't well, understand at some point what this is. A, <laughs> it's not historical. I mean, they're just doing that to entertain the audience. That's like, if you want to see Spider-Man, it's, it's like way.
0: anytime he's like, yeah, of course he puts on the costume and swings around. It's just fan service.
1: I really want to people just want to see. <laughs> it's
0: like, what are we watching? I, I mean, are we watching
1: <laughs> fine? If you're wanting a movie to be full of stuff you want to look at, I guess it's
0: okay. <laughs> I just don't get it. I mean, I understand if, you think it's cheap and you can make that argument and stuff, but I don't see how everything it's like
1: whatever. it drains you. You feel like, I mean, I hope your life really isn't like this, that you're just upset about everything. Cause it's, I'm getting sick of the internet and all their pointless. Cause it's not even think pieces anymore. It's just wild speculation about stuff. Like, Looks like Affleck's on his way out. It's like, no, like they keep having to come up and say, I'm well, still Batman. Well, that's why we just,
0: we mentioned the last episode of that Confederate show they want to do, and of course, we mentioned it as the news broke, and uh, there's well, just a huge backlash and all that stuff for that. I can't
1: blame folks that much, because of all the ideas, come on. Oh, I
0: know, but, but there is a, there is a, just in a vacuum of going, hey, guys, let's just wait until, I don't know if they're going to like, to me, At it's just like, can see
1: what it's like. But yeah, I do get. I, do get I mean, wrong.
0: I guess they're afraid of just because this gets so that I, I get the argument they have mishandled delicate subjects on this show, and they don't want to mishandle that
1: because it seems like the most delicate of subject. I guess you know, yeah, because really the, actually topical to time the time. I mean, and also what annoys me about it is like they're good writers. I'm sure that it'll be interesting. But the idea is such a played idea. That's already been... There was a movie like four years ago or something, like a mockumentary called The Confederate States of America, I think it was called. And it was about... Not necessarily the specific battle they're talking about that was a turning point, but it's about the same... It's the same premise where the Confederacy won, yet somehow inexplicably in modern times, slavery is still going on. Like, that remained economically viable. And yeah, I, was like, well, I don't that's know. Dumb. I'm I, I pretty do, sure I, that they would have given up on that just for the sake of economics, because it was already getting to be not worth it even then. I don't like judging stuff
0: before it comes out. That being said, and I don't like that also the idea of like, well, isn't art supposed to address things that are weird too sometimes? That being said, when I heard the news and then after thinking about it, it's like you guys are just like that just as like from a writer standpoint, you know what I mean? And like having fun on the show you're on. That just seems like zero fun. <laughs> that whole
1: concept. Yeah, it's like because you can't even have a lot of levity in it. The to whole it. Time. Yeah, it's just like if you're not just making it pure exploitation, then then every episode is basically gonna be you like hauling dynamite like over a road. Well bumpy it sounds road. like because
0: like that's a lot of problem with
1: Man in the High Castle. That's a cool idea too. It's the same type of thing. That show is boring. And It's it, just like it wasn't it, boring. It was all right. Were the just first terrible just, things happening to people. Yeah, it, was, it couldn't. Really, there was no motivation to explain why they were that involved in doing it, and nobody cared about each other. We, we could do a whole thing about. I just they had some good people in it, and they had some good moments, like Rufus Sewell. I love to see him and stuff. Yeah, but but just what a waste of an interesting idea. Well, Everyone's anyway. just sad all the time. Back to the good
0: show. Game <laughs> Yeah. um this one started off with we get the like we get <laughs> it's the stormy it's a dark and stormy night there's one <laughs> light up in the ca- that, that, that nobody makes the point in this we get a little bit later on in the next episode but nobody like where are all the dothrakian people it's like everybody yeah, where do they live because you like, see like
1: two of them outside most of the time but you don't see like they must be in the stables with the horses right although you do see now that they've come like you never and we talked about this a little bit before but when stannis lived there like it was a room and since she's come back it's like you see there's this whole world in here i mean this was a keep where they like they weathered a siege for for years but you never really got that point across until you see just how big it is like right and them walking through and it's all empty it's what makes it interesting and th- this starts the season
0: off. Of cra- I mean, because the first se- episode had some great stuff. I mean, you know, the Hound and stuff is stuff like all that stuff is great. But the thing just—it's it, it, just going to be indicative of all these episodes. It starts off with just like one of the most wonderful exchanges between Daenerys and Varys. It's a this is this is this season yeah. is doing a lot of Breaking Bad stuff. Breaking Bad. I always explain to people who've never watched that show because that, that show's like clockwork. Because stuff that didn't—I mean, you could say they're kind of clean it up but stuff that didn't get explained in the last episode kind of does anytime you have like wait a second why was and then the next episode they just like oh well, that was because of this and it was they didn't do it it, yeah. and I was like this the only thing about this conversation it is true that like it's like maybe this should have happened before we got on the boats and came here and you've been with me the whole time and well
1: she, he probably but, wasn't on the same boat as her was he well they were remember like, they were happened? at the end of the oh, season yeah like, he's been the spy that, that Tyrion sort of been sending been around. the has mer- been the merman That's the theory. Yeah. The I love the merman yeah. theory. I don't think I heard the merman theory.
0: You know, that there's something that he's a merman. I just like it. <laughs> it's pretty good. There's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of, like, so, a bunch I did, of, This uh, is pictures. not a
1: spoiler, but, but, but Megan did tell me about a fan theory that some people think that Tyrion is actually uh, a Targaryen, too. Yeah, we, I mentioned it like a whole long time ago. Thing, thing going about on, like, Tywin, we were saying, you know, that all these different the, points. Like his that, mom, that, that that could
0: be true. Like liked another Targaryen or something. Are you talking about, or just that he's totally a Targaryen?
1: Well, that he may literally be a, a Targaryen bastard, just like Jon. Because to me, that doesn't make sense. Because I don't think Tywin would have suffered him to be around if he thought that. Like the only reason that Tywin didn't literally drown him was because Mm. he felt an obligation, like an honor, to keep him alive because he was his blood. I don't think he would have cared. Unless someone can bring up an argument that it would have been productive for Tywin to have access to Targaryen blood. I don't see that panning out. But I like the idea that the metaphor being that there are three dragons. Right. And he sort of hits the prophecy the same way Daenerys and Jon do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if for some reason it actually turned out that Tywin maybe didn't know, but suspected that he actually wasn't his own child, that would be interesting. But it yeah. would explain like Tyrion's, like he has no fear of fire—that's for sure—and he has a love of dragons. Well, the, and yeah, the dragon. In any other way, really, have any of the Lannister qualities? Right. A so I just mention that, that was all neat. of their I...
0: blonde hair is gone since season one, too. Even the, like, the costume yeah. part like, we don't care anymore. We're, they just have brown hair. <laughs> like,
1: remember how blonde his and Jamie's was? <laughs> yeah. Ever since. Well, I think they figured out when they, if We're not going to bleach that beard every week. Like, maybe right. when we could just kind of frost his hair a little bit, it was fine. But now we have him grow this full beard. And he is so dark-complected. You cannot hide that. I'm going to strap a blonde beard on him all the time. Yeah. But but I think that's a neat idea when you compare it to the Starks, where the Starks are all represented by, like, literal direwolves that, that all relate to them. Now, here's the theory, though. I mean, I don't know. It, it's interesting to me because in that case, it would—John would be represented in the dragons and the wolves, which I think is kind of interesting.
0: Oh, no, yeah, he is, like, the middle of that thing, yeah, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, um, the dragons are metaphorical in the same way, because right now they just keep saying they're associated with Daenerys, but everyone's saying, hey, hey, nobody knows this prophecy, it could be a boy or a girl, we don't know. Yeah, and, that's
0: a nice little moment in this And scene. now there's three
1: of us who kind of all conveniently fit that, because we're all saying, who's, who's it going to be? John and Daenerys and are going to, to team up together, or are they going to cancel each other? I was like, well, what if they both died and it's really Tyrion? That would be yeah. interesting. Because that's another thing the show is kind of angling for, but this this gives it an in story reason that that he could be part of the same prophecy. And I thought that was a neat idea. Yeah, that that's what's
0: weird about the interesting about the show too. Because I just it's done such a good job so far. Because I don't know who's being set up as being the person who's supposed to take everything. You know, you could argue that Sansa's is kind of getting that role a little bit, but like um, who knows? I, I just think it's doing a good job with these characters of 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 just. I'm still staying, it's just, it's It's like, it's mind-boggling how much you've gone through with these people, when you see old clips of old F seasons you know, like, when, like, like, Tyrion was like, you know, defended the Blackwater, and then he was in jail, and all those other, I was like, good lord, there's a lot of stuffs happened to all these people. I know, I like, the, the loyalties, and, and... That's why I like the little, this various conversation, because you see that little, um, you see the little, he does a little exposition thing. But I love, I, he's so awesome. He's such a great character. He's, he started the first season, he's like the bad guy and this weird conniving guy. And he is one of the people that probably the least selfish on the show. And he like gives the whole, I like how he's like, well, King Robert was fine, but he didn't want to do it. And he gave this whole kind of background. And I love the fact that he's just like, I'm not, it's like, if you want blind loyalty, I'm not going to do that. So you can just kill me or yeah. like feed me I, to I your I dragon. I give a shit about a king. <laughs> I choose you. And I was I like, was a, yeah. yeah. As a
1: person, I, I think you, just like you did with Tyrion, I think you are suited to rule. Right. But I don't care a thing about crowns, except that people need some sense of order, like to stabilize the kingdoms. And that's why I like this dynamic between Daenerys now, and
0: it's just happening with she really has Tyrion there, now varies, and she's just learning from him. You know what I mean? Like all the wisdom they've had. I mean, of course... Tyrion again, we'll get into this, later, starting to have some military debacles under his belt. But the the personal advice he's given her throughout these, this season so far is right on, right? And well, she's learning and from that.
1: You're seeing the difficulties of war here. I right. mean, we'll see a little bit more in the next episode. But it doesn't matter how clever our plans are, we can still lose. I mean, you can, they can, you can out, plan so. the battle better than the other guy and still lose the battle.
0: Yeah, and I would argue the stuff that's happening is not really... Them a mistake, a bad plan from Tyrion. I just think they just got beat. They're like, "Oh, we, they, the other person just won." Doesn't mean we had a bad plan. It's just, yeah,
1: you know, that's just the way it plays out. And especially what they keep reiterating is, we don't want to go blast a hole in the world and take over. We want, you know, we we want to have a minimum of civilian casualties, and we want to to liberate the people. When we come over, we don't want to be the ones that conquered them. That's one thing. What's interesting to see Daenerys now is like she was. She seemed like much more of a benevolent force before she came over here, and now, to her, everybody on this side of the sea are the people that tried to kill them, or the people that that rooted them out, and they don't have any real allies here. So she's a lot harder. And then she runs into these people that. Now she sounds like a straight up Targaryen when she's saying this. I want you to come, you know, pledge your loyalty to me and all this stuff. Bend the knee, and, yeah. Yeah, and obviously that's not what anybody wants to hear. Like that's John's position when there's But they're it's saying, so you cool. can't
0: possibly go. But I but it's just I mean, whatever fan service or not, I just it's, the show's become everything we want it to be now. You get a conversation varies in her, it's awesome. Awesome oh, varies... Like- and there's
1: no there's no filler episodes. They only have so many episodes, so they cover ground. And they're I doing a good job. I don't know Brian not... Stark doesn't send ravens ahead of himself, but yeah, they'll send, that. like, That's three or four ravens back <laughs> yeah. to across, like, to the other side of the world. Like, we just got uh, a raven from Dragonstone. It's like, isn't that far? We got three ravens from King's Landing already. It's like, but, yeah, and, but your brother was at Castle Black. I mean, you and, and the there. thing about it is too, you have to like the way that
0: because everybody's complaining about the travel time and stuff, and that even plays more the next one really big. But you kind of got to con- assume that these aren't days passing; they're like weeks, right? They don't say that. And yeah, now it's we're cheesy. Seeing that, that
1: time happens
0: in but between every time. Like if you see if you see them at the castle of Dragonstone, the next scene, like when they're all there, you know, in the war room, that could be like a week or two later. It's not the next day. so But you just assume it is. Oh, this is the next day. It's like, none of this is playing out in time like that. Well, That's because in previous seasons, if they got in a wagon to go somewhere, (laughs) 10 episodes later, they arrived.
1: It's like, God, Tyrion, I don't care. It's like a whole season of watching him travel. I mean,
0: it'd be cheesy to show that, but I just, the show becomes much more enjoyable when you just go, you know what, I'm just going to assume these are weeks, and that makes sense, you know?
1: Yeah, we get it. We don't have to see that. We've got a limited amount of screen time left. Let's not waste it on seeing people go places. It's like when they
0: show. Up, just imagine a week happened. No, shut up. It's cool. What's happening? Because <laughs> it's not. Is it not cool? What's happening? Like no, it, It's cool. Shut up. <laughs> Be quiet. Yeah, I mean, do you want it, the show to stop and
1: talk about something you're not interested in?
0: I like it. We get. We get. We get Melisandre know, the, and the
1: the Sansa thing is, is interesting to me. Yeah, where that's going to go because I still think. That the, the original metaphor of the dire wolves is still determining who these people are going to be. We see a little bit of that with Arya in this episode, but where. Also, well, that's great. That's
0: a great scene. And we, we, that's the one we've been waiting for, is Nymeria.
1: Yeah, I got so back. excited when the wolves started coming. You're like, oh, well, we know what's going We know what's happen. happening. And then oh, you it's, see it it's just finally when the big happen. one. And then there's like a really, really long pause where you're like, I hope she's not going to eat her. <laughs> yeah, the whole scene is very <laughs> it troubling. It was a really, uncomfortably long time. It would break my heart if this is what happens. And I but love how it so ended. Perfect. People were people like, just said, well, I was
0: confused by that. I was like, no, she's saying that the same way that, because that, that Arya is. Like, they explained that callback to yeah. the first
1: season. that, that it, that's, She's perfectly suited to... To her wolf. Like those are the they have the same dispositions that way. Like she doesn't and you want... know those wolves are gonna come back the Eagles know, are coming right? style in the last That's what season. what we're like, When it comes down to it, like you've seen Starks go into battle with dire wolves and you've seen like You're gonna the get battle of the payoff. bastards where the knights of the Vale came and helped them out and they just barely But one one of these days, and it's gonna be soon because we don't have that many episodes left, there's gonna be a big battle at Winterfell and all of a sudden an army of wolves is going to come. To to Arya's defense, and that will be everyone like, look, man, this is the North is for real now, okay? <laughs> like, yeah, they, made, they the wolves actually descended on Winterfell and defended the Starks. Like, yeah, they it's made not just a metaphor anymore. Yeah, they made the comment that because I heard them
0: talking about the wolves or somebody heard an interview where because they they have said before that it was like expensive or something, and then there's like well, that's kind of BS because you have dragons, and what they really said is that. The problem with the wolves is that they don't look like different wolves. They look like wolves. And when you just make those bigger, it looks goofy. Mm -hmm. It just looks, and this one kind of did too, a little bit, you know, just like that's a huge wolf and they're doing forced perspectives. You know, it's like, it just, it'll work for scenes and attacks and stuff. It just doesn't look good when they're just by their side because it looks like a weird out of place giant. It doesn't look like a giant, you know, if it looked like they had changed the design and it was a CG character, you'd be like, Oh, cool. That's a dire
1: wolf well, or something, but it. They've does... also done a good job of not making them sort of like saturating. The well story Ghost is the one him. that's kind of. Um, and you only see him every now and then, yeah. And I'm not sure where he is right well, now. Well, there was a there's a deleted around?
0: scene in this episode that I don't know if it was a spoiler or something, but that when they go, well, we'll just jump around doesn't matter. When John leaves to go down there, they're supposed to they shot a scene with him saying goodbye to Ghost.
1: Okay. But it, I don't know. It's like goodbye for something.
0: good to ghosts, or just saying I'm leaving. Stay here, Ghost. So it was apparently he's there or somewhere around there. Surely he wouldn't be saying goodbye forever. Why would he do that? So it must have been just saying goodbye to him.
1: Yeah, that was just to to answer that question. I like, I and, and that's well. a th-
0: that's a, yeah. I mean, in a perfect world, we'd had some awesome stuff with him in the Battle of the Bastards. They said that they just said that was a budget thing. They said we can have the giant or well, the wolf. I kinda, <laughs> It's like well, the giant's better, more for this plot because he's the one yeah, that dies. You and know,
1: it's better when they withhold because the, the the dire the wolves, wolves can't be there and
0: do X-Machina all the time too. I guess
1: that's what I was gonna say. It's like you want them to come up because that's what made it so when powerful when, when they're they did fleeing it the first from from the the White Walkers and and uh, Brandon's wolf goes. Summer attacks them. That means something because well, he was the first one to save to them. Because that's he how you the... see what a terrible threat is. Like, yeah, they're Deus Ex Machina, but these things are just as as bad on the other side. Like, this is a supernatural threat. So you may have supernatural aid, but that does, that's not a guarantee of victory. But I, I like the thing about the wolf because that was the he was
0: the he was the one, and that's why that was so heartbreaking. Because that wolf was the first time where we got a wolf Machina moment when in the first season when he saved yeah. cat.
1: What from is the, it, from lupus the, ex machina.
0: Yeah, lupus ex machina. So that's pretty cool. And I mean, that's why, yeah, it is. I just feel they're going to say that to the end. I mean.
1: And that will be I, more rewarding that way. Right. If, if Ghost or someone. Because with it's Rob, left, we never right? saw yeah. Rob fighting. They always said he marches into battle with his dire wolf. And, and you'd hear there were these scenes in the books where people were like scared of the wolf. And they did a little bit of that in the in the show. A little bit. And we get to see a little bit of that with with Ghost because, you know, John has that actual relationship where he and Ghost, you know, they have the closest relationship of any of them. It's the most like it was with Rob and and Grey Wind where, you know, he had him disciplined and trained and he went into battle with him and he was, you know, he was one one of the troops where Shaggy Dog was a wild animal. And Ghost and way. him have a pretty, they have a pretty, like,
0: relaxed relationship, too. Though They wouldn't be on the wall. They're like, all right, you go over there for a while.
1: I'll, yeah, see, you couple,
0: I'll see you in a week or so. <laughs> you know, and they're like, and then he'd catch back up to him.
1: Yeah, whereas, you know, Arya was a child and, and she was, you know, ran Naimuri off to, to save her. And so, but both of them became wild on their own. You know, you can't expect her to to fall in and be your domesticated pet. You've both gone your separate ways and become wild, and that's the way you like it. So, I do think we're gonna have a rewarding payoff when when she does come back to help. But and to me, that inherent metaphor is still there. So you, you have to think with Sansa, no matter how she may succeed in what she's doing here, she's not going to be the Lady of Winterfell. Because that whole metaphor for who she is as a Stark is the wolf. And her wolf was, was cut. That, that whole bloodline was cut immediately.
0: I mean, that's the way to end this show, right? Then this whole series is like... He's got to have a Battle of Five Armies thing. That's, like, the most fun way to do it.
1: And that's what they're kind of getting at, because yeah. you're getting to the point where this this fight that we are all wanting to have is about to tear us all apart. And this is what we were saying a long time ago. The rewarding element of the story is they're going to have to all become aware of the threat and stop fighting each other. Well, that's like, why in this episode it's even so... It's so satisfying, because we'll get even the
0: bigger payoff next episode, but... <laughs> Just when Melisandre gets in there and she just mentions Jon Snow,
1: and Tyrion's like, "I know him, I like him," and you're like, "Yes, yes, uh, yeah!" This is what we wanted people to say, like, because they had that relationship at the very beginning of the show. Like and, oh, I love that two too, or something.
0: Yeah, because then they go back and he he writes the letter. Of course, it has all the stronger language from Daenerys, but he puts in the quote from him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. all dwarves are bastards in their father's eyes, and he's like, he laughs, he's like, yeah. And then I love the moment of Sansa in this episode, too, as much with that. She's just like, no, he was fine. He was actually, as Lannisters go, he was pretty good. So Yeah, he was always kind.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and you see, we're getting the subtle payoffs it's the, it's from the payoffs all of these of little sort of intersections right. of, of, like, those you are different ran seasons. into these people and you showed them kindness and they got a, a feel for your character, and that's paying off now when... You're in a position where you need them to believe that you're sincere. They're all like, like, John's like, I think that Tyrion's pretty trustworthy guy. And and I'm going go to go him. Someone's like, I do too, because he showed
0: that. So cool. Everybody, and, this stuff we talked about three years ago. Remember when we talked about these storylines? Like, you're like, yeah. At some point, they're going to have to be friends, though, right? And yeah, that's not going to happen for a Uh, while.
1: (laughs) Well, and I love that, too, because these confrontations that they have are also authentic. Because again, like he's saying it to everybody, and Sansa's like, You can't just leave. He's like, Look, I didn't ask to be king. That's what you guys wanted me to do. This is what kings do. This is what I'm doing. Right. Like, you're going to have to figure out how to survive for five seconds when I'm not here.
0: Well, I kind of like that she kind of did the worst what we complained about last time. The worst, like, it's even worse this time arguing in front of him people. But then this one felt a little different because they were arguing with him, too. So it felt like it was more of discussion. Because everyone was appealing to him. Yeah, and, and he's the kind of guy that
1: allows, that wants to hear what people have to say. But at the end of the day, he's, he's always got that one card to play where he says, You guys haven't seen The Night King. Well, this has been his strongest
0: season so far. Even just Kit Harington as an actor. Like, he is not the fumbling and unsure, like, he still feels, like, just burdened and brooded. He's, like he's sad
1: face still. Yeah,
0: we'll get, that's a great thing in the next episode. But, like, he, he just feels strong, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, no, I'm not dealing with this stuff anymore. He's like, like, he's finally just... He he doesn't give a crap about this stuff. He's I focused. love it
1: because he's like I'm so sick of getting caught up in people arguing about things that don't matter when <laughs> there's like,
0: literally an army of the
1: dead marching down like, to destroy us all.
0: And that and the cool thing is about the Sansa storyline that little bit of that they're bickering. I think it's over now because what happens in that scene? He goes, "So you can't abandon it." And he's like, "You're in charge." She's like, "Oh, you respect me enough to do that? I don't feel inadequate anymore. I'm not gonna,
1: you know, because that's yeah. all that was. She just wanted to feel like." So you I still mean, she, have that influence of Littlefinger there, but, but she's got his number, and it, I, don't, I can't think of something authentic happening that would drive a wedge between the two of them. I don't, Plus, yeah, this episode it would, suggests rebu- very strongly yeah. that Arya's going to be there soon. So yeah, even and they Isanza keep rebuking it, too.
0: That's, yeah, they keep rebuking. Every time, that, that seems like the most obvious melodrama, but they keep having scenes where that comes to be something, and then they keep having scenes where she's like, Stop! It's like, oh, she's still not being affected by this at all.
1: Yeah, um, well, they're actually all being smart because they know they need the Knights of the Veil vale and they know that he controls them for now. So they put up with him, but they in no way even pretend that they, that they believe his bullshit. We do get to see John throttle him a little bit, which is pretty good. Yeah. He's like, don't be so creepy down here. So I, I know, I you have a really sister. bad habit of coming down into our mausoleum and just saying weird shit. He just said, You're not welcome down that. here. And then he said, like, Okay. He's like, I you, love I her know just like I, I loved. loved her mother. It's like, God damn it, you're a
0: weirdo. I love the callback of that, though. That's just like the, you're a funny little man that Ned does in season one to him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. I was like, Oh, yeah, hey, that's what he says when he takes him to the brothel where Kat is. What? You're huh? a funny little man. <laughs>
1: Well that's um, like the origin of all of his animosity there. From Brandon and, Stark uh, is that the he beat you know, almost yeah. killed him, right? Yeah, and they've always been like the tough guys and even like even when he's out of the picture it's like, Oh, he gonna go with his brother now. It's like I cannot beat these Stark guys, not on their level. It was he Stark's like big temper, small minds, what he <laughs> says then. And... Well that's what's so funny about this, cause they keep saying, What we've we we can not just go around trusting these people when they invite us places. Because, you know, they'll they burn us and they chop our heads off. It's like, that's what makes this such an interesting point. Well, I, when and th- John finally says, I know, but nobody can go but me and somebody has to go. Well, and I like the stuff too
0: that, like, it felt like even as of last year, when we we're like, okay, so now they're at the wall, so maybe they're going to try to go. We'd have all these theories about these motivations, right? And this year they're not like, especially with John and all that storyline, it's not, they're just no. Even though, remember, remember the, like the weeks we just spent at the wall having conversations and stuff, you know, it's like, or about conversations about going and stuff. This time it's like, hey, they got dragonglass. Hey, she's there. Sounds like a plan. Let's do it.
1: And he's like gone. It's like the end of the series brings the the army. So the, the in-story urgency is exactly the same as the out-of-story urgency. It's like, we got to get moving. Right. Like the story is accelerated because the characters have that accelerated motivation. We can't just be sitting around not sure about stuff, and we can't play it safe. Like that's what he was telling them. We cannot fight that army by ourselves. We will die. So we have to take the risks to find allies, especially <laughs> if it's people with dragons. Right. Like that then we might win this thing. We can't be thinking about Who's the king of the north and and who's going to control the seven kingdoms? Because none of it will be left.
0: Well, then I also, yeah, we don't want to spoil that. It gets into the next episode. But I also like what you get revealed then, just by it doesn't really spoil it, just saying that John's importance of the idea of king of the north, it also doesn't have to do with him feeling he needs to be king and that needs to. He feels like he's just representing those people. Like he doesn't care. He's like, he would throw it away. But he just yeah. wants to make sure that he wouldn't do anything that would make them all freak out and I run can't away. I can come
1: here and bend the knee on their yeah. behalf.
0: He's trying to just be like, "Well, okay, whatever." Because he, he knows even if he did that, he, I don't even know if he'd have a problem with that. You know what I mean? Like, I just think he's just like, yeah, that would I, that would I, make I, everybody freak out and run away too. Just like in, you know, exactly. just like just like kicking the the. The Boltons, are, or who are not the Boltons, the whoever the Stark's and the people out of their homes. We're like, let's not do that. Let's just yeah, make we friends don't have with everybody time
1: <laughs> for that kind of retribution. We need those allies. Who? Because gonna... she was saying, well, why don't you put more loyal people there? Who? Those people are, are their own houses. Like, so you're talking about vacating these these places where we need people to defend them. Right, Not just the fact that we need loyalty and we pe- need people to know that those old rivalries don't matter anymore. Like, I like that he is such a—I mean, we'll talk about that scene when we get into that, that episode. But the way he handled that confrontation, it shows you where his character is going. Because well, he's the there are things that they're saying, and and you're like, why doesn't he bring up this? And then he does. And you're like, good. You're paying attention He's now. saying
0: it, yeah, this season, even up to that third episode, he is saying everything that he should be saying. Every yeah, time when they're Even, driving
1: you nuts, he responds like, to that as like exa- that you, with that ex-
0: Yeah, with exactly like that's what was frustrating is Johnny who just never say that. St- you know what I mean? It's like it's like just tell him tell him what to do and just tell him because you said so and because of this why. And he's like, Okay.
1: Yeah. And he just tell him a being king, stupid. This is what it's like. <laughs> this is what it's like to have King. We don't all
0: vote. And he just doesn't affect it. He's being so effective. He does all that. The whole the whole room disagrees with him. He says, Well for you guys, I have a charm card, like you said. I've seen these. You haven't. And you're in charge. So now you shut up, too. <laughs> it's like, all right, <laughs> yeah. everybody good? Now daddy's leaving. <laughs> it's like, really? <laughs> yeah. It's like, geez, Louise. I'm going to leave my wolf here in case anybody gets problems. How many days
1: are you guys sitting in this
0: room arguing about this? <laughs>
1: yeah. How helpless are you people of the north? I thought you were tough. And every time I turn around, you're all of us sitting in my dining room crying about how you can't get along without me.
0: I like the irony of him, the the guy from the, I don't know his name, um, from the Vale, saying we never trust the Targaryen, which is ironic, because that's what Jon is. (laughs) You know, we only trust the King of the North. Like, well, Bran's got something to tell you about that.
1: Funny thing about
0: that. (laughs) Um, We got to see the, this is kind of mind-blowing, because these two episodes kind of go into each other. We see the Citadel, we actually see that it is Jorah there. Um, Yeah. And then the mixer says he's untreatable.
1: it's driving me nuts cuz even I was watching this episode with at my parent's house and my mom was watching this going well why didn't they just peel those off when there were a lot fewer of them yeah. <laughs> if that's all it takes like yeah that's good instead he got he probably wouldn't be vomiting till he passes out from pain well the way they made it look in
0: the other seasons what is like it was his skin was actually cracked like it wasn't a thing on top of his skin, you know? That's what it looked like before. It looked like his skin was actually stone. Yeah, and maybe people believed that till he got to the Citadel. Maybe it has to get so bad where it, like, forms on top of your dermal layer, like that, or something, and then you can.
1: And it's not a guarantee because it's so. It's such a communicable affliction. Yeah, that, that's what that the people most say people are like, like. We uh, don't mess with that because you got a better chance of catching it than you do of curing it.
0: Well, I just don't like that people are like, so that's all you do is just take it out and you, like, just do ointment on it? That's all it was? I was like, well, but that's not kind of... One, one, they don't do it because it's super catchable and people are very scared of catching it. They don't understand how germs or whatever work. They think it's like a mystical disease, Yeah, they have a superstitious fear of it. And and so, two, that's also how a lot of modern things do. If you have a tumor, they just rip... They just cut it out of you and just zap it.
1: Like, that's kind of the same thing. It it did seem anticlimactic, though. In to those people, she's like, I... I challenge you to quest for a cure. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of ended up at one place and like, well, I don't know. He just put some calamine on it, I guess. And then like, you also wonder, is like, Sam, maybe you don't have access to all of the, the medicines that they have. But instead of giving him rum, they don't have anything. Milk in of the, the poppy. It, don't have milk of the poppy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> put him to sleep. Instead of sticking a stick in his mouth, tell him to shut up. It's Pirates of the care being. Yeah, come <laughs> You're on. You're rum yeah i mean seriously i'm gonna tell get, you your job but still
0: well that scene we get a cut out of both of them we get the we get the two best smash cuts in the thing don't we we oh, get the smash cut was, we got a like gross transition out of the, the, well the no but before that we get the out of the sex scene to the maester reaching into the books <laughs> right um uh, yeah we have gray worm and Ascending get down, so that's interesting. They spend a lot of time <laughs> in that scene. funny is funniest like...
1: <laughs> outfit. I, I know that I mean, she's a fine actress, but I know that they only have her on the show for this reason, because it's like she's dressed literally from from toe to to the top of her neck in a dress that has like a thousand laces going up, and then suddenly she reaches down and she pulls a string, <laughs> and it all just falls off. And no, undergarments or anything? That's kind of like man you wore that dress with intentions yeah because that is not practical (coughs) and that just cracked me up as a porno scene that's kind of a sweet scene but it's
0: like it makes it seem like that's the one time they're gonna do that you know because something's gonna happen to gray worm or missandei she's
1: gonna i don't yeah
0: and that's something we'll get to later but um yeah, that's that smash cut, but then outside, out of the surgery, into the pot pie, which is so gross. That's yeah, so, that that's is
1: completely that's... gross. <laughs> they're trying
0: to gross us out every that day. Is so unnecessary. Because it's the pus. Yeah. It's the pus when they're doing Why the drugs they trying to? Like, like, oh, make us disgusted at the sight of the ham.
1: Sam, yeah, it's everything like, <laughs> Sam's doing is gross. It's like, <laughs> For some reason, yeah, I just feel my bile welling up every time Sam shows up on the screen. I don't know why, but I love that
0: scene. And this this season's like watching a Avengers movie. That's what it is. I mean, yeah, with fan fiction, it's like it's up. awesome. Yeah, because then you let's send bring there. She's sitting so there it's hot pie. It's like hot pie. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> and he's the same way. And I love their how well, she's just kind of like going. I, she showed human moments last week, but she I understand that she's just kind of going back into her like. All right, I got a thing to do. I got to do this. She's getting her feels like she's getting herself psyched up. And he's like, oh, why don't you go visit your family? She's like, what? what I <laughs> love about that. You. We get to see that moment of her figure, signing
1: it out. And she does such a great job. Well, I love that, too, because that's a real turning point. Because you don't know who she's become. Right. Like, at the end of last season, she said, no, I'm Arya Stark. And, and you think she's going to reclaim her, her identity. But and she's she on a quest of vengeance. 40 yeah. people. And so. she's planning to go to King's Landing to kill Cersei, but at this point she's doing all that because she believes her entire family is dead. The second she finds out that's not true, she goes then, back. I mean they, yeah. they communicate that scene perfectly visually when they have miles to say, <laughs> like King's Landing. Going, going to King's Landing now. Before There's the siege starts. It goes north or south. We're going south for sure. Yeah. She goes the other way, and you're like, okay. But the
0: cool thing is, they've already established, they've already had scenes like that at that at that inn at the crossroads too. That's such a cool throwback. That that's so much stuff has happened in that inn. That's where well, Cat arrested like, Tyrion. That's where it's a Brienne fun metaphor because
1: it's like a story crossroads. Like these these important like sort of deviations in the story all happen there. Like because we're all making always making decisions here that have a, a huge impact on the rest of the story. I just love that because Hot Pie's like, "What happened to you?" <laughs> like, he says that, but then at the end, he's
0: like, "I was wrong. You're pretty." And I was like, "Oh, this is nice. I love all this. This is so like, it feels like well, these people are if you want to human." he's the character, yeah. you know. And he was so sweet. I was like that, and he, he's talking about that butter again. He tells that story. He told that story before when we left him. Well, you got to use the brown the butter, and I was like, "Oh my god, stop telling that thing."
1: The writers probably just only know one way to make bread. But um, yeah.
0: So he she leaves. She goes back over there. We have the Nymira scene a little bit later. There's something else that happens sort before we get to the end. Oh, we see the uh, their solution for the dragons, right?
1: Yeah, I was gonna mention that before because that bugs me. Because they're talking about all this, be- like he's like Doctor Frankenstein. He made a zombie mountain for her, and he's like, "We're coming up with some ideas." And then he takes her down the basement. and He sees a giant crossbow. Like, oh, well, I don't,
0: so like, I don't so know. this is, a, this is what the Hobbit did the remakes. Right? I kind of thought, yeah, <laughs> he like was going somewhere else with this. The black arrows or whatever. It's like, this is exactly there's no guarantee that, movie.
1: <laughs> that this would work because that's a brittle bone. That doesn't take into account, like, the vitality or the musculature of a living dragon. And it certainly doesn't take into account a dragon that is coming at you breathing fire and capable of moving. Right. I'm a little disappointed in that solution. But on the same token, especially, how... I mean, the last time a Targaryen took over the world, it was with three dragons. How did they die? What killed them? I don't know. Old age. Something. Something i I doubt I get well,
0: I get the impression that they I thought they just they took over and then they just went to live the castle and then eventually they start breeding them but they eventually died out
1: I don't remember
0: I don't know we have to look it up that was his dragon though that skull, so I don't know we have to what's the name of it? I forgot what it who knows yeah I don't remember now, but um so that's interesting whatever. They're just trying to, like, at least...
1: I think they're just trying to tease the possibility of, like, to build suspense for there's... trying ah, no, to build suspense you. in those battle scenes? Because you're like, oh, shit, no, 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 don't, yeah.
0: don't get... Watch out, watch out, don't, you know... Just so you know that they could die. They could kill a dragon. I could see them doing that.
1: One of the lesser ones. <laughs> when I played D&D, we, we had a... What was the name of the group? We created... We created a group where we all made... There was, like, four of us, and we all made 20 characters apiece. And the whole idea was, every adventure, we'll take these characters and we'll fight, like, the biggest monster there is, but they're all first level, which is, like, no, no not powerful at all. But sooner or later, someone's going to get a lucky shot in, and then we're all just going to get massive amounts of experience points. Right. And, and that's what would happen we'd take these guys out. Like, yeah, we're all fighting a dragon, so it's laying waste to us, but only one guy has to roll a 20 this thing's over and that's the way that you could get that dragon you mob that dragon it'll die it right. Just you just need enough guys to throw at it just like I kind of think the people aren't going to be the threat to the, the, the dragons I think the threat is going to be the white walkers when they finally do get their act together or god help them if they do find a way to kill those dragons before the white walkers show up Like, Cersei, what are you doing? You're defeating, you're you're fighting against all these people that could be helping with that. That is, that is true. That would be a turnaround. If you ever see where actually Cersei gets on board with that, like, then you'll know how serious they all take the threat. Well, that's kind of the question
0: of that, isn't it? Like, who's going to die, her or Jaime? Yeah,
1: Jaime's going to kill her and join the fight against the White Walkers.
0: Because, yeah. Jamie's on his way out, not uh, hopefully not to die, but he's
1: on his way out of. Some of that gets later on, but well, he's we'll sort of in that position that Tyrion was in. Is like you have this sort of loyalty, but you know that the side that you're that you're defending is wrong. And his is so complicated because he actually does love her, Ugh. so it's like. But it, that's what makes him dope, though.
0: Yeah, that's why in the books it was like kind of better because they just—it's a clear break. Like, cause he has the an narc and he does all the bad stuff, and goes back to her, and then he kind of leaves, and he just doesn't come back. The problem with this one, he's left, come back, left, come back. You know what I mean? He's had these things yeah. like, oh, he's gone. It's like, no, now he's just following around again. Now he's gone. No, no. It's like it, they've made it very murky. Like, his well, arc. they've been I mean, still doing a good going job there.
1: streamlining the other character arcs, but his is probably the the, the flip floppiest. They've had to just like, because they want to have him in the show, but they don't have a turning point for him yet.
0: And somebody have made the point too that he's so good when he's not in scenes with her. When he's in scenes with her, not that they're both are bad actors, it's just they're just it's just a different tone he has, but he's so good outside acting with other people. Even with all the stuff with him
1: you're on, it's it's just awesome. But that works too because he loses a lot of his humanity when he's around her. Right, so because he's just like that oh, contrast yes. really works because you see like wow, we see the more self-actualized Jamie when he's away from her. And when whoa, he's around whoa. her, he's basically just in. You don't thrall. you don't know what he's capable of when it's her.
0: But when he gets out and goes again to the next episode, we keep teasing it. You just you you assume he's just a good dude. <laughs> you forget, yeah. You like he's yeah,
1: just, he's he's one of the good it, guys.
0: Like but even no. last year when he's taken over the part, you know he wasn't going to do some sneaky stuff. Like he got them to go. Well, they did. What did they do? Oh, they got Edmure to do it. He did threaten him. That's right. Well, he threatened to. to
1: fling a baby over the big But he didn't do anything to it. He
0: got it done without anybody dying. Well, well that was his way of doing fish, it. Yeah. But see but that's the problem
1: him. with if, if you eventually become a good guy, you know you're not going to be able to play that card. You're right. playing it both ways right now or you feel like a good guy, but you're but you're playing that reputation. Right. And you won't be able to do that if you actually do make that transition to the other side. Because that's really what's hurting them with the... That's what's hurting them with, with their siege of, of King's Landing. Like, we don't want to do that. Because too many people will die. It's like, well, at some point, they're going to realize that. John, oh, this is the next episode, but John realizes it. He just deduces it. He's like, right. well, you haven't attacked King's Landing. There's only good, one good reason you don't do that. Because you have firepower out the ass. So you must not want to just blast that place to hell. And that sort of like you know, Cersei is not clever in that way but she but she is cunning at some point if she realizes that that's that that's what's holding them back she'll use it right now it's sort of it's mostly just Jamie is doing the military strategy he leads the ground war and Euron is off leading like the the war at sea and so she's doing you know the sort of political manipulation which is her which is her strong suit. Right. But if you get within reach of her, then you will be in her wheelhouse. Like, she's she's not that good well, at military strategy, a, well, but she'll know. What, she sees weakness when it's in front well, of her. Well, and that's what's so satisfying with this, because the, the first
0: episode was like a setup episode, but it was good. This one felt like a traditional Game of Thrones with some nice little Easter eggs starting to come in. You know, Jorah and Sam is nice. But the stuff with like John, like going back and forth with letters with Tyrion's cool, all that stuff is like. But then again, I'm going to This is just teasing the next episode of TV on the throne. All that stuff pays off completely in the next episode, even her stuff. Because usually she does a lot of planning and scheming and it never pays off. I and mean, it does in a way, like she blew it the sept. I guess it does pay off. But, you know, it's just so like, it's like, oh my gosh. And it's just that one, it was so horrible. And, and it, it, I like. This idea now that like, you know, that you'll see both sides. Like we're we're done like scheming forever for episodes until we get to eighth and ninth. You know, like no,
1: we're we're just gonna start trading. I think last season where where they'll say they'll say I'm about to do this, and then the next episode they do it. Like that's how you see the pace increasing. Yeah, because last time remember when there were ten
0: episodes, we were always like, once you get past four or five, it'll start to happen. You know, now it's like, no, season, yeah. episode two, there's stuff happened and people definitely made connections where they're going to pay off in the next episode. And then you get that. And there's now it's just, it just, it just like, they, the, the consequences keep happening. Because this one, I feel like, because that's what I had this, on the same uh, podcast I unsubscribe to, because there's, like, not a lot happened. And if, if you listen this, I just can't listen to you if you th- watch this episode and don't, th- I don't think a lot happened. <laughs>
1: yeah. As far but as character. eventually got you on board with this show. Because like the we artist, said, see, like, these intrigues and every, these, these character moments are what the show is. The show underplays the battles a lot of times because that's not what it's about. Yeah, we're getting to the point
0: again now where every scene is a it's either a character development or a shift in the story. Right? Something
1: significant. Every, happens, something's happening yeah.
0: in every scene now, which is pretty awesome. I mean, even like you could say with Sam talking to him when he got, then you know that he can do it. He can't just go in there and do it. Like even with little ones like that, that would have happened an episode, and then two episodes later he would have gone and done it. Now they're just like, all right, we're doing it now. Let's get it out out of the way. He's gonna cure mm-hmm. him. Move Let's on.
1: Move this story <laughs> forward. Yeah.
0: I know, people don't want to watch me peeling scabs for four episodes. Or just asking them about it for four episodes and finding it. It's like, we yeah, get it, reading Come books on. We get books about healing scabs. The first night he gra- he stole the books, first book he looks in, yeah, Dragonstone, cool, did awesome. Let's do it. Well, like uh, like they, they,
1: Again, they do it in story. They're like, uh, 24 hours is all that remains. <laughs> and then we'll send you off to the Stone Islands or whatever. <laughs> wherever it is the stone what uh, Valeria, right? Val- oh, Valeria,
0: where he got it. So yeah, I don't know. I just think I think it just so much happened. Just I mean to me like to me it's one of the best I mean it's good we made fun of a little bit, but the best part of the show is when Arya turns around and starts going north. I literally mm-hmm. like cheered. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." I was like clapping. Well, I was like that is showing showing so you how things exciting. It's like, so exciting going to, go to, to see to that. King's
1: Landing until she found that out, and now she's off doing something. Completely well, because it different.
0: does so. Like, yeah, it promises so much to what we're going to see, but it also says so much about where she is. And I'm so glad she's at that space and not, you know, just and, a queen. And we don't you know. want to
1: just see her become. the well, that's You, you Do not want her to see Lady Stoneheart
0: like that? You don't want her to be that. Yeah, exactly. Of I
1: think it. I don't think it's in this episode. Maybe it's in the third episode where Cersei is saying, "I used to stay up." And fantasize about the way as I would kill right. these people. It's yeah. like, oh my God. Like Arya was on her way to becoming Cersei. Right. And
0: you now so if she th- gets up there and kind of gets back into what the real problem is. If she gets up there, she's
1: saved, I think.
0: Yeah, you know because what I mean? then
1: she's joining with her family. They're all I mean, anytime you see two Starks come together, it's exciting. Because well, they all got superpowers now. They're Avengers. You got one that can see <laughs> yeah, the future. You got one yeah. that can
0: like change With a form. A shame-shifting
1: assassin. Another
0: one's died and come back, and he's probably invulnerable to fire, right? <laughs> so it's like, geez. And Sansa's like, uh,
1: listen no, to your me. your dog died early. You get nothing. No. Yeah. You're the pretty one. Sorry, but that—that that, I mean,
0: I literally, I that happened in the middle of the episode. And I was cheering. I was like, yes! I was like, yes, this is awesome. And then so much stuff happens. Like, there's so many things happen in the episode. And especially when you get to the last scene, right? When it goes... When the, all the Greyjoys are sailing back with the... Oh, um, my God.
1: That's awful for everybody. What's the Tyrant.
0: What, no, they're the Martells. Uh, basically, we'll show you the best laid plans because have they have s- fancy
1: things like that just ruined our whole battle plan right
0: there. <laughs> oh, they, I love how they have a scene with the sand snakes to remind you how annoying they are. No, I <laughs> know. Mama, Mama. And there's like, oh my God, what, why are we back with these people?
1: And then yeah, it. Pay like, up is, that just reinforces what we said is those damn sand snakes have been <laughs> useless for the whole show. Remember and, when the Oberon thing happened? People were like, yeah, but that sets up something interesting. What? Nothing. Yeah, nothing ever comes of those characters. And you can argue it kind himself. of the,
0: we got a hint of Oberon last week. I mean, the, in the third episode, we'll talk about it, but it didn't pay off because that's the finale of that kind of stuff. If you didn't, so we're done with with Dorn. So I, 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 so I, it's just such a crazy thing that, uh, yeah. But we do. We get the we get the new Oberon. We get the evil Oberon now, which is Euron. Euron's awesome. He comes yeah. down riding he was on that boring thing last
1: year, but they gave him all <laughs> these cool clothes and cut his hair, and now he's just like an awesome rock star. But he's guy.
0: riding down on the plank thing, and then he comes down, and he's just swinging at people, and then he fights them, and he's loving it, and it's like this is awesome. and,
1: he, uh, and you get to see that. Yeah, he just. Yeah, he's fun. He's a lot more fun than Ramsay because Ramsay, you just wanted well, uh, something bad to happen. To Ramsay. Well, that's all the difference? The time. We haven't
0: had a a fun bad guy because in a while, I don't know when the last. Because yeah, Ramsay,
1: they're just too evil. Joffrey and stuff is too evil. Yeah, he Euron's wasn't fun. not doing something sadistic in every scene. He actually has a, a sort of weird charm to him, even though he, he has a code. Seems it's like just... he is a sadist, but he's not just going off doing like awful stuff and sniggering about it. I mean, kind of. It's sort of. I mean, he's not going to turn around. He is. He is badder
0: than Jamie was. Remember, when Jamie was bad and killing his cousin to get out of the. Yeah, prison? And he was
1: always making. Smart but he was marks making marks fun
0: mar- remarks. He was bad and he was an evil person. But you're like, this guy's fun. Like he was like, <coughs> you're Ron. I don't think he's going to have that arc. He's going to die maybe at some point. But he's awesome. He just and then he does that. You know, Yar and them fight and then of course we get reek back again
1: yeah that's um, the saddest part because it makes perfect sense but you are like oh god because you see it and like oh here he goes
0: well the problem with his storylines just keeps going back to the thing it's like, all right we get just kill him or something right now well just, i think
1: uh, at this point it, it would be pointless to try to redeem him i think this probably is we're seeing the conclusion of his arc he's not gone from the show but any hope that he's going to sort of redeem himself well the only the
0: way he can redeem himself is to sacrifice himself sacrifice no. himself because yeah, yeah. that's happen. what
1: we were already doing that is like you're probably going to have to die or well, like, they just no, he it out another he way. he was
0: asking him to sacrifice himself then and he didn't do it so that's the only thing he's not going to have a happy ending because he, he well I guess that's what you could say is that the, the, the past season and a half of that of him being out with and he never got used to it you can just tell that he's broken he's never going to come back and so yeah. the only way for him to like kind of satisfy his story is just to take him, like you know
1: yeah one last act. we can believe that like you may not be fixable on a long term level but you may have one hit, like Gollum even Gollum had a moment where he was decent I love his I love his sister Yara's kind of a fun character though I wish they had
0: more of her did more stuff I mean she's always just they have a real uncomfortable scene where they start like Alara's you know, trying to start a threesome with things like what are you yeah. doing over there handsome it's
1: like there's a foreign invasion happening i was like oh god <laughs>
0: no. she's a little
1: two-dimensional that way <laughs> yeah, I know. but I like, compared so to all, all the does. other characters it's fine it's at both
0: but i, I like yark she's like we, we just do. leave him alone he's fine and then you can see it in their faces they talked about in the after how they're just there's not there's no dialogue it's just three people in close-up and then they, they mention it, but I noticed it when I watched it the first time. When he they, he jumps overboard, the Euro guy just lets out the biggest cackle. It's just absolute like laugh. He <laughs> loves it. He's like, "This is like, amazing. This is like he gets everything that's just gone <laughs> down." He's like, "Oh my god!" And he's only doing it to mess with them. Like, why would he do that? He's doing it to get that reaction. He wants to show that he's a coward and do that. And I was like, "That's yeah, crazy." He's awesome. Funny to him, yeah. That's even more gratifying than killing them. And he wasn't gonna kill her. He wants to take her prisoner. Which is kind of being the tragic thing, too, right? He wasn't going to kill her,
1: so... Well, so far, so good. We were saying this going in. It's like, yeah, we had two episodes in a row now with no rapes, uh, but it's starting to look bad. It's starting to look like it's going to take a turn. The raping people, people are, are starting can... to capture people, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's... let's see. Yeah, like, all of the pretty women are getting captured in one episode. So let's see uh, if we can keep the streak going. Yeah, we only only took one episode to get to a sex scene. The the season so far is zero (laughs) rapes. I don't know if we can go have a perfect season, but we're going to shoot for that. We're going to hope for that. Yeah. Now that we've broken from George R. R. Martin's original source material. I'm talking about about you, I know you guys are good,
0: but... (laughs) Yeah, but come on. I don't like, know if you've had that talk with her them. You know, Daenerys did that with the Greyjoys last year, She's like you gotta stop doing that. Can't do that. <laughs> and she I don't know I like, Has she had that talk with the directly yet? They're like they're just depressed and the dungeons like, oh whatever.
1: I know, that's why we don't see them. It's like, I don't know. I guess she killed all our leaders and survived the fire, so we worship her as a goddess. So I guess that's what we get out of this now. Because we don't get as many, like, mortal benefits as we used to. Yeah, it is a weird, because that
0: army... I mean, we saw just when Drogo took that away, people freaked out and, you know, gave him his mortal wound, right? Well,
1: like, that's but... That's why that started. The difference is, like, they were doing the same thing to her, but when she burned that temple down with all the elders in it, not only did she kill their entire, like, central power structure, which demonstrated her power but she literally walked out of the flames unscathed and she's like and it's just like she had her Jon snow moment it's like i'm basically sick of your shit now right all right this is what we're gonna do like That's that was not... her birth as Listen their to leader it's like you're gonna pack your horses on the boats and we're going over the sea and we're gonna stop raping people and we're gonna stop being crybabies about sailing
0: i watched watching that again watching the last season it's so funny because we didn't see it coming when like when when she comes back right, and they're under siege from the slavers or whatever, they get bombarded, and then they say, "Hey, we want to meet," and they meet the three slave lord people, and that guy that just happened to be that—that that is the weirdest promotion in history. He was the, like, the AAA team coach, and now he's part of these <laughs> representatives of these huge cities. Anyways, they probably just like that actor, but they, anyways, he goes back, and they're like, "You have no, you. There's nothing you can do." And I was like, I have dragons. <laughs> it's like, I will just burn yeah. all this shit. Like, it's so obvious.
1: And they're like, they're threatening her. I was like, what are you talking about, dudes? So. I guess you guys are playing the, the thought that maybe I was bluffing and I don't control these dragons. You know, which is sort of what they're hinting at during the season. It's like, will the dragons fight for her if she wants? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they will.
0: They did it when they were the size of a dog, remember? That's what
1: happened. That's how you, she took the other one. Well, she had them chained up in a basement for a while. Questions whether or not they're going to take that personally. So,
0: and that's how it ends with, the, you know, with old Reek now in the water. Old <laughs> Reek, and it a good scene there. it's a good episode. That's, that's good. crazy. Yeah, you got two snakes. And that was a good action bed, scene.
1: Like that—that that was a big, vibrant action scene of just these massive people gnawing I'm, I'm off annoyed, ears like, and stuff. What was going on there? They're like really going at it. <laughs> And I really friends. thought, like, I, I thought they stole the best ships from him because he was like, because he was telling his people, "Go cut down trees and we'll we'll make some ships right now." And then he comes up like later on, going, "We have the best fleet in the world." It's like all you had to do was just build a, the best fleet in the world from scratch. I thought they stole all your best ships, and you crushed them like it was nothing.
0: Well, you can make the argument that the idea is that there's never a reason to do that. You know what I mean? Like, how many weapons and stuff could the United States make if we just said, gonna spend? I mean, we already do. It's well, our money. I guess but it's like he's more vicious. It's like, so he's you like, like you take... we're going to build ships that can
1: actually eat other ships.
0: Yeah, and he's like, tear down your houses, do the stuff. This is all we're doing now. We're not having a normal life. We're going to take over this and go do this, you know. So yeah. maybe with that in mind... And his dad was old, maybe, and he had new, new designs, right? I
1: love that shit's yeah. called The Silence. It turns out, yeah, all, cool. those, all our best <laughs> ships were all our oldest ships, and they break easy. And they're, like, half
0: the size of my ship that <laughs> <It> just rams <laughs> into things, like... Badass-looking fleet rolling in, I'll tell you that. Which is interesting, though, because but the, at that point, um, they do a good job, because it just happens on that ship, and there are some survivors and stuff. Because I was thinking about that. It's like, once they actually board, it's just those people against the, the... It's just like a civil war. None of them should be better than the other ones. Like, Euron's people shouldn't be better than her people at fighting. You know. Actually, her should be better. Some of those badass people went with her, right?
1: Well, yeah, but he had, like, pirates and stuff. So that is the the edge that he brought. It's like, I used to be like the vicious pirate too. and have a bunch of vicious crazy. pirates working with me. So... So we got a little momentum from that. So,
0: I thought it was a good episode. I, I was, I've been thrilled by all these when they
1: That's end. Good. Yeah, very exciting season. And they're it's getting sad longer, too. It's shorter, too. but it's fun. It's fun because we don't waste any time. Yeah, but, well, we're going to
0: get, um, let me look at that right now. We're going to get the, uh, the running times are, are increasing, too. You know that. Which is also fun, yeah. Because... The first top, the first couple were 59, 59. Episode 3 is 60. Well, Episode 4 is the shortest. It's 50. And then 59. But then the last two are 71. The last one's 81 minutes. Yeah, see, that's like going to be awesome. It's like a movie.
1: Yeah, So, and it's going to feel that way, too.
0: All of these feel like a movie. They're so good. Even just the stuff. They've done a good job of pacing it this year, too. Or even to the end of this. It doesn't get to... There hasn't been a thing where I'm like, that's it? is this the last scene you know it's like no this is it that's a good way to end it and cool all right um yeah i'm excited it's good stuff we we've done a pretty good job of not talking too much about episode three but we'll get to it yeah it's good yeah I'm, I'm
1: excited to talk
0: about it episode three teaser so is hard. even better i think episode three is awesome so
1: yeah so we get that to look forward to yeah and then then until then you can check out other other our older episodes from previous seasons are at, at, at on TV 8 dinner dot com as is the T V eight My dinner podcast or the same feed still so far. So you can go there to listen to episodes, you can subscribe through iTunes or I think you can still use and subscribe straight through Libsyn, and you'll get both of those programs. Um, at cloudcitysocial.club you can subscribe to our Star Wars podcast, which is Cloud City After Dark, and expandinguniverse.club is where you can follow the uh, Star Wars blog, which is related to that. And we'll have some books coming out on those soon, I swear I'm working on them. I got two that I'm, I'm working on the first one, which, which covers like the early, early days of Star Wars leading up to uh, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, and then on the opposite end of that I've got one that covers uh what's been going on with uh episode seven leading up towards last the last jedi we're so gotta gotta get that stuff out quick well you got oh man that's coming up too what is it six five months probably not even what is it it's august now that'll be mid-december yeah so not very long at all but but that oh stuff's God. cooking quick, and there'll be some more blog posts based on some of the stuff i coming. I have this massive unified field theory of Star Wars to, that's running through there. That the, it's going to focus on just a couple of points as it relates to Episode Seven and where the new trilogy is leading. But it really literally goes back to like the beginning of the universe. <laughs> like I've got to get it written <laughs> down. No, it's, it's the cosmogonic cycle of Star Wars as it contributes to the, the movie that's coming out this December. So I'll have some some more blog entries for that. And very, very soon we'll have the, the whole books will be available in Kindle and print editions for that. So keep an eye out for that stuff. And that's at club, citysocial.club is where the stuff related to that is. And you should, I think you can click the link and, and subscribe to that. That's its own RSS, but you can subscribe to that through Libsyn. It's probably cloudcitysocialclub.libsyn.com is the actual <laughs> Libsyn address, but but you can get to the, all the episodes on the main site, so it doesn't matter. I like it when people subscribe because I can keep up, I can tell when those subscriptions drop, like how many people we actually have listening. So that's true. Yeah, we got so a bunch go. of
0: Star Wars news coming up, too. we got to get to it.
1: Oh, we're going to. We definitely are going to talk about Thrawn soon because I've finished Thrawn's that book. good. And that feeds directly into leading. my theories, so we'll probably be discussing that too. I also started listening to Scoundrels, because you read. it. Oh, that that that's bit. a that's a fun. It's fun. That's fun so it's far. It's a real like fun it. book. Yeah, so hopefully they should just look at that if they if they need some tone material. Right. That was a good one. All right, cool. All right, well, then that's what it's all coming soon. Until then, my name's Sean. My name is Andrew. Winter is here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ha ha <what> <laughs> Just ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Like that kid. Dog kind of <laughs> <laughs>